I'm Dodd Morris for Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. The U.S. presidential election has brought a lot of conflict. How can Christians represent Christ well? And hear an amazing story from disaster-stricken Philippines. Find your place in these stories and more right now on Mission Network News. The U.S. presidential election will be decided tomorrow, though it may take days to count the votes. Ron Hutchcraft of Ron Hutchcraft Ministries says Christians can't blend into a culture of strife and bitter division. We do that and we're going to give, I hate to say it, we're going to give folks another reason to not choose Jesus. In Philippians chapter 3, we have a good reminder that we have dual citizenship. Of course, my passport tells me I'm an American citizen. My Bible says these words, our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a savior from there. So how can we be ambassadors of Christ in this election season? Jesus said that they will know you're Christians by your love. And when we're talking about love, it means his kind of love. He loved us while we were yet sinners. So we were on the enemy side at that point. So this is a love that is offered to people unconditionally, that's uncondemning. And after the election, we need to pray for the elected leaders. In God's throne room, there's no political parties, no political labels. Whether I vote for someone or not, I must pray for them. The election results will cause some people to rejoice. Others will be disappointed or even afraid. Christians need to treat others with respect, understanding, and gentleness, always pointing to Jesus Christ as the one true King. Yesterday was the annual International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, also known as IDOP. Now that it's over, how can we continue to support our Christian brothers and sisters targeted for their faith? Frontiers USA supports gospel outreach in the Muslim world. Frontiers President Bob Blinko says rather than pull the church out of persecution contexts, believers need to recognize that persecution is a sign that the gospel is present even in hostile regions. There are places in the Muslim world where the church is not persecuted because there is no church. There's no churches gathered in many Muslim countries. When you face persecution for your faith, Jesus commands in Matthew 5.44 to pray for those who persecute you. Take, for example, Ronnie Smith, an American Christian who went to teach in Libya and was killed for his faith in 2013. Ronnie's wife, Anita, witnessed his legacy of faith. She was interviewed on Muslim networks all over the world, expressing her forgiveness for the men who took her husband's life. So God has borne witness to the love of Christ even in the midst of her terrible loss. IDOP may be over, but please continue praying for courage for the persecuted church. Let's continue to send missionaries and bring the hope of Jesus Christ. And you know, if we start churches, then we'll be actually praying for the persecuted church where there is none now. And even as the Philippines struggle through flooding, storm damage, terrorism, and COVID-19, there's an encouraging story. Gospel workers partnered with Christian Aid Mission take every opportunity to share the hope of Christ. And we mean every opportunity. We get the details from MNN's Lindsay Coe. A local ministry leader and three co-workers were waiting to get through a security checkpoint on Mindanao. When the waiting stretched on, the leader decided to start their work right then and there with the soldiers who were detaining them. He began sharing the gospel with them, even after some resistance from Muslim tribe members. He told them about sin, grace, judgment, and becoming children of God by receiving Christ and believing in his name. By the time he was finished praying, the group of soldiers had accepted Christ. It's a pretty amazing story considering the challenges faced in the Philippines. Bigger ones include multiple extremist groups that target missionaries and churches. Yet, as demonstrated by the soldiers at the checkpoint on Mindanao, 
the thirst for hope and truth grows. Pray for these mission workers in the Philippines as they use creative ways to share the gospel, whether it's through home-printed Bible studies, seizing every opportunity, or providing a cold cup of water in Jesus' name in disaster. More on this at missionnews.org. Lindsay Coe, Mission Network News. Mission Network News is a listener-supported service of One Way Ministries. This month, Sat7 wants to help you learn about some of the countries into which they broadcast. They're offering a series of free coloring pages with games, fun facts, and puzzles when you sign up for the free download. It's also a reminder to pray. Get yours when you click the banner at missionnews.org. For Ruth Kramer, I'm Dot Morris.